Hello, Disney fans. Riding the Tower of Terror alone? With single riders, you never have to. Our app connects Disney lovers, making sure you're not alone when the hitchhiking ghosts need a lift. With single riders, we want you to find your boo before the first jack-o'-lantern even thinks about smiling. Or is it a watermelon? Either way, we're helping you beat the rush. We have a special offer code for you, Boohoo. Now, we want to be crystal clear, it's not Boohoo as in I'm alone on the Matterhorn. It's Boohoo, as in who will be my boo at Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party? Yes, we're aware it might sound like someone crying because they are alone. But let us assure you, it's not that. It's a play on words, not a commentary on your love life. And we know, who will be my boo? Implies you don't currently have a boo, but that's why you're here, right? So, remember to use the code BOOHOO. That's B-O-O-W-H-O. Not the onomatopoeic depiction of crying sad, lonely tears of existential regret. Join us at Single Riders, where the savings are so early, they're even more premature than your Halloween plans. Because love, like the Halloween season, waits for no one. And find your Jack. Or your Sally. Because we're heteronormative again. Find your happily ever after before the first spirit store opens. Single. Riders. Welcome to the Supreme Resort Land V World, a podcast about Disneyland and Walt Disney World and which is the Supreme Resort. Each episode we will discuss and explore each resort ride by ride, land by land, park by park to determine which is better. I'm your host Jimmy and thank you for joining me on this quest to help the greater good of humanity answer this long elusive question, which is better, Disneyland or Walt Disney World? Joining me to find the answer as always is Dan. Hey, I'm Dan, and unlike these two losers, I know how to party. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and Eric. I apparently don't know how to party. No, you I, sure I, don't. Know, I know what Dan's. Yeah. I, I, I know where he's going. Yeah, Dan, he's why right. don't you just tell us where you're going, party well, man? Well, where I've already been is the Whoa. Disney Junior Dance Party at Disney's California Adventure. Which unlike Eric and I tried. You, to do. I, I suspect. I suspect that it was one of those things where you're both just like we had a I we had a, a woman this. with us, we so we were feeling less pervy than usual. Previous and, guest Lindsay. Okay, well, I'll have you know that I had nobody else with me, <laughs> and I also made the really smart move, which I caught in, in mid in mid sentence. I went up to one of the cast members, and I was just like. So is there like a place in the back where someone can just like sit and hang out? <laughs> and I realized that like, oh, oh. and so I just I just embraced it. I was just like, is there a place for like creepy people? <laughs> is, is there a creepy person section? Well, and I explained like, look, this is the only thing that I haven't seen in the park. And, and they they. They they handled it handled it well, and I was I was basically I didn't I was caught in this weird place where I didn't want to say like, well you know I have this podcast, <laughs> so I just went I was like okay do I go with 
pretentious podcasting douche or mm-hmm. potentially creepy weirdo. And either one. Well, I know that I'm not the second. Mm-hmm. So I may so as well lean just it. lean into that, but not in a like overtly creepy. I was like, where's the kids at? It was not like that. It was just like, <laughs> Hey, I know this is really kind of weird, but uh, I don't have to like dance. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> so listener, what's we- the best place to make sure that I'm not caught up on stage? <laughs> yeah. Or what's the best place to ensure that I'm got on stage? <laughs> the, <clears throat> one of our future episodes is Disney junior live on stage versus Disney junior dance party. Uh, none of us up until recently had seen either. And Eric and I were there had perfectly good opportunity to do it. When we went to watch the show again with a female, so it wasn't just too creepy. Dudes. I don't know why that matters. That they um, just embrace the party of it. And <laughs> so the line, the, the line was like out the door, zigzag, zigzag. What do they call those? It, in the switchbacks. In the switchbacks. Uh, it, it, switch it was quite significant. We were going to have to wait in that line for at least one showing. And it was not worth it at that time. I, I got there early. Yeah, yeah. We have a listener. <laughs> um, yeah. well, uh, how, how, uh, when does the show start? <laughs> when <does> the, <laughs> um, the listener, Bethany, also a concierge, was giving some feedback on the Lamplight Lounge. And Dan, she has a suggestion for you. The yeah. lobster nostrils with steak subbed for lobster are amazing. Since Dan can't have lobster, he should try that version. Huh. Okay. Steak Thank nachos you, Bethany, sounds for the suggestion. Pretty great. Yeah. Um, so, guys, I just got back from, uh, and by the way, thank you for doing the Lord's work, Dan, and uh, going to see Oh, you're show. welcome. Uh, you, there's a lot of messages that I tried to send you, but I think you might be glad that I didn't. Uh, <laughs> did you see, I, I, I said, I'm definitely getting COVID from this, which I, yes, I saw that I should have mm-hmm. located an MD, MDMA source on West street. And then videos, <laughs> there was this one mom that was like really partying down. She was like, oh, yeah. she had, she, it was great. Like, I, I think she clearly got the irony of it. Cause she was just like doing like, like raver, like air. party moves, hands in uh-huh. the air. And like, glow sticks. like, like basically, yeah. And that's when I, I was saying like, we need to get glow sticks and come back and, <laughs> and, but she, and some pacifiers. And she, yeah. so, yeah. So she's like, she's doing as much like passive dancing as she can and looking around with, with this like ironic, like, come on, everybody. And she had this like baby strapped to her. I'm just like, nice. okay, this is awesome. And, <laughs> this, and that's what you're supposed to do. And that's how Dan meets women. Now. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's is. his dating. He's app. learned his Disney junior dance party. Yeah. yeah. I, I hear there's a dating app that has been advertising on our, our show, but I haven't. Oh, is it the, uh, those ads for single writers? Like yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. People, people seem to think that it's us, but uh, we don't have anything to do with our sponsors. So that's, that is true. Right. It's a very random thing. All I do is assign a location based on your editing feedback. And I say, put ad here and it just goes, it could be for blue chew. I don't know. Um, okay. So guys, <laughs> I just got back from a two week trip and it was largely for work, but I brought my family with me and we toured around and I won't go into all the details, but I wanted to share three things that we did that are very related to our podcast. Do we should probably make this a, uh, a, a blog somewhere. Oh, and, should we? Uh, that three have to write things that, down. Three things that Jimmy did. Oh, <laughs> and this the third related. one. The third yeah. one, you won't believe. You won't believe. <laughs> It'll blow you away. The um, second one will give you herpes. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, preview for this episode. Um, 
clickbaity articles. So we went, okay, so just we toured around the Northeast, uh, Hershey Park, which was fun. I liked themed entertainment. Um, but we stopped at the first presidential library. The very first presidential library was established by Franklin Franklin Eleanor <laughs> Roosevelt. <laughs> FDR went to his home and uh, we saw the museum and we watched a video about his presidency. What a what a profound presidency that was. Like mm-hmm. and, and you know, kind of Dan talked about it in the episode, which is the most Disney president of the Hall of Presidents. And an FDR for sure, the what he was able to contribute to the country, what we know today, the things that he put into place, you know, call him whatever you will about political whatever. Mm-hmm. And he served four terms almost, which is kind of weird. But anyway, um, the, the most Disney president. So I saw his house and we went to the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C. to the American History Museum. And there's a current exhibit called Mirror, Mirror which is effectively how Disney theme parks reflect society. Huh. And it was underwhelming. I was, I was really excited to go, <laughs> but it was very underwhelming, very minimalist. I, there weren't enough like cool displays. I mean, Fess Parker's hat was there and that sort of thing. But, but it was, it was, I don't want to say it was manufactured reflection, but it was a lot about Splash Mountain and why it's not there anymore and, uh, you know, hmm. and sort of gay pride and and things that are of recent past, but how it's reflected within the Disney theme parks. And, and it was I mean, I read everything. I went through the whole thing. I took a bunch of pictures and it was it was interesting, but I was expecting a little bit more like look at this really cool Disney artifact stuff. And it was a lot of pictures that people submitted of their themselves in the parks and that kind of thing. But largely from the last three years, which was odd, you know, not a lot of, I don't know, just wasn't enough. It was just very minimalistic. Well, maybe they but, heard our, our episode and they're like, Oh, we need to make a, an exhibit. Yeah. And that I, was probably it. I mean, uh, our, a former president did commend, uh, Franklin Delano <laughs> Roosevelt. It's true. Do, do we need to do we need to pull that back up? Uh, I mean, if you not. want, I, I mean, I, I can. And also, so, I mean, if 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 you happen to be listening to this episode, like in let's say twenty twenty six and beyond, everything Jimmy said about like the America that we know today might no longer be true. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, probably no longer exists. Um, and and by the way, anything I'm saying, I, I I'm not placing judgment or commentary on the subject or, or the, the intent or whatever. I was just disappointed at how little there was, but I I sent a picture to you guys in 2021, the first openly LGBTQ plus characters at Disney park, Saul Fitz and his partner, Gary Henderson appeared on decorative panels describing the, a fictitious baking competition at Walt Disney world's main street confectionery. Fitz is joined by competitors of varied backgrounds, adding a layer of diversity to Main Street USA. So when we do the next episode of Main Streets, we have something new to talk about. But just, you know, that as an example, and there's a there's a, uh, a picture of Splash Mountain and it, it going away. And there are these fan created buttons that said from the briar patch to the bayou. That's, you know, going from, you know, the. Brer Rabbit and Tiana so are holding hands. Support of, oh, oh, You're getting oh, okay. rid of it. And then the next one is time to be moving along. You know, these are fan created buttons, that hmm. kind of thing. 
So yeah, I don't know if you're in, if you're in DC, go see it. There was kind of an opening thing about maps and how maps reflect our society. I don't know. It felt like it was grasping at straws. But anyway, the third thing this is gonna blow your mind. What? I went to Saratoga Springs. Wow. Saratoga Springs is a resort at Walt Disney World. It's a it's one of the largest, if not the largest, timeshare. Also, the least sought after timeshare. Uh, you, I, if you're already I trying totally to use points, you can, there. you can always get a room at Saratoga Springs. Yeah. So the resort in Orlando is very, you know, it's like anything with Disney. It's very heightened. It's, you know, very well themed. There's sort of springy water, you know, uh, geyser kind of themes. It's a lot of horse racing, right? So that's all I really know about Saratoga Springs is horse racing and water coming out of the ground. But we went to the actual place and you would be hard pressed to find anything in that city that has anything to do with this resort other than the horses the the architecture you don't see i just didn't see it i didn't see what disney saw to create this resort they do have multiple springs throughout the city but they're more like trickles in and it's like what we did we industrialized it a hundred and something years ago they mined the carbonated water because this is naturally carbonated water coming out of the ground huh, okay and so they mined the carbonation and they just effectively destroyed what was that natural phenomenon it's still there that. but kind of as a trickle mm. and so um, so feeding the horses soda water was good <laughs> I don't think it was for that. I think it was for mining the carbonation. But anyway, um, it's naturally minerally rich. So there is a geyser at, at down on one of the rivers, and it it's spouting. It's just a little spout. You know, it looks like a water fountain spout. It may be going up six feet in the air. But there's so many minerals in that water that it builds up the mound it's on by like a couple inches a year, kind of like a giant stalagmite. But anyway, it was kind of cool. We, you, there's fountains everywhere. You could just drink out of the these natural springs coming out. And uh, it was all very gross. It tasted like iron. And was there mm. like a, a weird, like, cartoony 1920s millionaire with a satchel grabbing you, I would hope. as it came out? Of I the, would absolutely hope yeah. so. Yeah. But anyway, that was Saratoga Springs. And I was disappointed by it, but it was cool. Um, anyway, that's it. You, that's you, my three Disney walking around going, things. where's Michael Eisner? That's right. <laughs> Uh, oh, also, we saw <laughs> Aladdin on Broadway huh. before Disney related things. It was cute. And we saw Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. More on that in another podcast. Which, which one? I don't know. <laughs> it was. All right. Here's, here's my review. Ready for that? Here's my review. Unrelated to Disney. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Have you ever been listener? And you can answer me in real time. I'll give you a chance. Have you ever been to a restaurant that's like on the top of a tower that rotates the restaurant rotates have you i heard a couple of yeses yeah. uh, i heard yeah i heard a no um anyway so imagine a, a place like that or maybe maybe if there was a restaurant at the top of the statue of liberty just as an example um the food quality is kind of not really relevant it doesn't really matter what the food tastes like because you're not there for the food. You're there for the <laughs> no. experience of the atmosphere and the <laughs> spectacle, right? So, uh, oh, no. so say what, Jimmy, say what you just said because your internet had a stroke. Oh, man. Uh, probably still recorded, but all right. We'll see. Um, which part did I lose you at? Uh, statu- the food doesn't really matter. And then food doesn't really matter. That yeah. was it. So you're there for the spectacle. You're there for the, 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 you know, you're there to see what you're there to see. You're not there for the food. So that is my review of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. It is incredibly 
beautiful magic. Like it's clearly stage magic, but what they did without spoilers is they basically made this an eighth book and they go explore everything in the Harry Potter series that those of us who know and love it, Dementors, Voldemort, um, polyjuice potion and transforming into polyjuice and weapon stuff and flying. And, you know, it just, it, it's really cool, but the acting was just awful. <laughs> it was really oh, not no. good. Yeah. The food oh. of it all being the acting was not good, but that's not where you go. Uh, okay. Is there a musical? So, no, there is music in oh, it, but okay. not a live orchestra. It, I, well, I, I want to see a Harry If it was Potter a musical, musical. then, then yeah. Jimmy would have plenty of things to say about it. I would, it. absolutely. But um, <laughs> since it's a play, he's not qualified. But. And it was three and a half hours long. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, And it used to be two, two shows. It was part one and part two. And you would go to part one you know, on, in the matinee. You'd go to part two at night or the next day or whatever. And they've condensed it to make it into one, and it's three and a half hours long. Uh, because, oh, God, oh, God. I'm trying really hard to go up with a joke involving, uh, who's the terrible person that wrote those those books? J.K. Rowling. Uh, J.K. Rowling and how she was inspired by Angels in America. But it's just too, oh, too yeah, bumpy. No, too yeah. Much. Yeah, yeah, it's too yeah. much. Yeah. But there's one. You had a few had. minutes. Maybe yeah, come you, back at the end of the episode. Well, I guarantee you I will. <laughs> um, all right. Moving on to uh, concierge real quick. There is a family in Disney World right now who, you know, I booked all their stuff. The they're, Sofati they're the one. family. <laughs> they're still there if you're listening in yeah, 2026 or 2028. <laughs> Uh, but what's fun about it is that I'm, you know, normally how I plan is, you know, get the original, what are you into? Then we'd start booking, then I do dining and all that stuff. And then before they go, I have a whole one or two hour like touring plan. I go around the maps of the resorts and you know, go here, go there, start here, that kind of thing. We never had a chance to do it on account of me being on the road and they were there uh, for another thing. So what's been happening is every day before the parks, I give a synopsis of Here's the park you're going to. Here's some fun facts to look for and, you know, start here, go there, then whatever. So it's really been nice. The Serfati family, thank you. Also, we have a listener who requested me from concierge recently, Mitchell. So thank you, Mitchell, for being a listener and for requesting a Disneyland touring plan. Look forward to working with you. Hmm. Okay. 856 our ears. Pirates first. Pirates first, Mitchell. Pirates first. <laughs> because thematically. Yeah. Um, all right. So today's episode is... Um, just, you know, general what's going on for you in 2026. It doesn't matter, but, um, there is a wheel of clickbaity nonsense that we've had some really good feedback on. And on account of, I've been driving in a car for two weeks, haven't had a lot of time to record. So here we go. It's kind of, do you want no episode or an episode where we just kind of hang out? And yeah. we decided yeah. no, no apologies letter. necessary. Yeah. Yeah. None at all. Our, our, our listeners and enjoy like I said, things. Like I, like I said in our chat, we've been good lately. That's right. We've been <laughs> good. good. No, we've been, no we've weird been talking about episodes. things. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have an episode about which hot dog is the best or anything. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> we still haven't okay. done condiments or kid, kids meals. We were good. So some some recent news. So Josh Demaro came out recently and said something will happen with the Star Cruiser. Yes. Okay. But but that that could be literally anything. <laughs> like bulldozing it to the ground could be something that is that is true and you would certainly uh hope that um they wouldn't just leave it there like like river an, country or something an abandoned tax shelter decades. yes 
Something so, will happen. So what what I predicted some uh, I don't know what a year ago. I predicted that it would close. I was wrong. I predicted it would close sooner than it actually was, is. Was going I to. the rightest? I think I one? think you were the rightest without going over, which I is so. I think eighteen months. I think which I is almost two, exactly. Yeah, I think I predicted two months. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you predicted like a week and a half. Yeah, I think I predicted six months. But anyway, point is, what we also predicted is what it would become. And I think we've done this more than once, but I stand by it being a hotel with theme park access. With the occasional cruise where you get enough buildup of demand and you have an occasional, you know, special, you know, ticketed event where it's two days and you have the the whole thing as it exists today. Yeah. That's I my mean, prediction. Those actors have to be from everything I've heard, those actors were tremendous. Yeah. Yeah. And and they did such a great job of of like all day improv. What how how can you how can you like get rid of them They're. This is the, probably the, the best gig they've ever had. And uh, you were just, we can't do away with this experience. Well, they have done. Well, I suppose. Yeah. yeah but what are the will. actors going to do? Are they going to go to the job they had before? Or are they going to work at, you know, Epcot as street or back to TGI Fridays where right. they're just the, the wacky. Uh, I mean, there's a medieval times right around there. That's so. true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, 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 I suspect. Okay. No, let me try this again. I think the, the <laughs> smart, to my mind, the smart thing is going to be that like, it, so it wasn't, it wasn't a complete failure and financially maybe, but I think that they probably didn't understand what, and rightfully so what would work about it and what wouldn't work about it. And I think a big part of what isn't working, wasn't working about it and isn't working about Galaxy's Edge is the, the time frame that it's That's set it. in. They just mm. put, they painted themselves in a corner, which yeah. they, they are, are less so at Disneyland. Right. And maybe less so now in Orlando because the experience is not there anymore. So, so perhaps they're going to open up Mandalorian and um, other things. But I think I think the real smart move based on just what I've seen, because it looks I've seen a lot of videos on it because and it looks objectively like something that is super, super cool and super enjoyable for someone who isn't me. I would hate it, but it's probably <laughs> it's probably a cool because I don't care about Star Wars. Like, oh, I don't, well, I, I'm now regretting that I didn't right, I right. didn't pony up the cash to go do it. Because it's yeah. it's done before. I our... don't. You know, I I got to be honest. I don't regret not going. A little bit of FOMO, but okay. I like Star Wars. I've seen them all. I've I watched them multiple times. I I have a vested interest in this franchise, and what I think was innovative with Disney. It's, it was incredibly innovative and and something that we've been asking Disney for for a long time. It's like give us something new and exciting and immersive and. Granted, it's existing IP, but it's still something that's different. Mm-hmm. The problem is, like we said in that episode, is it to your point, Dan, you've got this many people who like Star Wars. I'm holding my hands out about a foot apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's this many people an inch apart who really want Star Wars and can actually afford to do this experience. It right. was bound to end. Right. You don't, there's not enough people to fill those rooms. Granted, there's well, only 100 rooms, but... That's there's there's not enough people who have the money and the interest. Well, it was bound to fail of that chunk. There's also a big amount of people who don't 
like this specific storyline and in fact really hate it. Sure. Yeah. And that's I, a good point. I, I think what they did that was smart. And I think hopefully we'll see this happen in galaxy's edge and by extension, whatever this star cruiser becomes is they focused on characters we've never met before. Right. Like they, they just played with yeah. the universe and they were like, okay, this person could exist in this universe. This situation could exist in the universe. We still have the empire or the first order or whatever we're going to call them Tomato, as, as like, as like set dressing as like a background, but, and like we still have Jedi stuff as like extra stuff. That's like the star Wars, the sp- story specific star Wars stuff is still general enough that it's like, we're going to talk about the force. So, and here's the force ghost of Yoda and here's Mm -hmm. this and that. But like, I think where they failed was in assuming people cared about that, like those three days before the two movies. And in addition, like, like first, that's just a stupid move, but also like get (laughs) characters who are like, I think the characters on the, on the star cruiser need to be, completely contained within the story of the star cruiser and we need to build interest in them. <clears throat> yeah. One could maybe be a stand in for a Jedi like character, mm-hmm. you know, so we could still have that stuff. You know, there could be analogs to characters that we know. And I think the audience is smart enough to go. That's basically Luke Skywalker. Right. right. You know, sure. And, and by the way, that's what we've been asking for is not only, you know, the, the, uh, immersion of it, but there's a lot of new characters. You're, yeah. you know, building out like they were doing with Galaxy's Edge. I don't know if you remember this, but there was a character opening day that was brand new, and she was like, in, she was integral to the story. Oh, but nobody cared. V, I think yeah. so. Yeah, but nobody cared. So yeah. you know, they they were not well, because there. they didn't make her the focus. They were like, well, right. oh, and here's here's Ray's friend that we kind of sort of have an idea of, like why not make V if that, if that is, I hope I'm getting the character mm-hmm. right. What maybe make Modena, that character yeah, yeah. the stand in for our Ray character, sure. you know, that but, way when but we Ray go, was also there. Yeah, that's right. Right. That then that's, I mean, for the meet and greets. Yeah, you need that. But I think that for the stuff that is about the story and the experience, I think it's really not smart to have like, like Kylo Ren is on <laughs> Rise of the Resistance. And Mm -hmm. sorry, spoilers for a movie that came out like 10 years ago. He's dead. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And and so my my point with it, and I want to get Eric's feedback and we can move on, but um, look at Avengers Campus. Half those people are dead. (laughs) And they're just there. Like, just give it to us. You know, we're not, we don't care about timelines. There's Iron Man. Oh, he's dead. You know, Captain America, he's dead. But I don't know. but with the Ventures Campus, they have some kind of like plaque or something somewhere where they're like, oh, by the way, this is where like all the timelines kind of all the universes, multiverse kind of converges yeah, you could here. Do, None of yeah. it matters. You I, know? I don't Good know point. if they even have a plaque like that. I don't but, know if they do. But yeah, that, they've w- made that was it very part of the clear. concept. They've made it very clear. This is a separate thing. And sure, it's great. Everybody loves having the newest, the newest character show up there. Mm-hmm. So when we get a few more episodes into uh, secret invasion, invasion. Uh, I'm sure there'll be something else happening and they'll, they'll say here, this person's at the Avengers campus. Great. Yeah, you but think you're ben right. Mendelssohn's going to show up. 
literally Ben Mendelsohn. Yes. <laughs> and I would be there because yeah. I love Ben Mendelsohn. He's a phenomenal but, actor. By the but, way, Secret Invasion. Holy crap. I haven't seen it yet. That I, second episode was a uh, tour de force of acting. I'm not going to Oh, lie. man. I so haven't good. watched episode two yet. I, I, yeah. I was in based on, well, it being a thing that's on. But... Uh, episode one was pretty great and, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to episode two, but yeah, you should, it's that, uh, that Sam Jackson's got some chops, man. Um, okay. So Derek, what's your thought on what Disney's going to, it's going to be something. What is this hotel going to be? It's gotta be, I mean, we've been, we've been anticipating this for a while. It, it has to be a hotel at some point, right? Right. Like what it, most people don't hotel hop that much. I, I think that this is a an opportunity to have a. It may, maybe they just keep it as it is, and you can just leave Hollywood Studios, go through that back route, and then take the quote transport up to up to the hotel and go in and have a drink and then leave. It, yeah, why not? I, I think people would do that to explore it. And and what logically makes the most sense, again, I've said this before, but just in case, keep it as it is. Keep the restaurant as it is, but it's it's you know, it's open with, with a price menu. Uh, some keep of the, the rooms the way they some are. Some of the best food I from what I've heard, some of the best food in Walt Disney World. Yeah. And well, because you have to pay $5,000 to show up. Um, it better be but, good. Yeah. But yeah. So like, just keep it all as it is. Make it a hotel with, with pri- not private access, but like California Adventure. If you're not staying there, you can't walk in. If you're not staying at Grand Californian, right? You can't go into that entrance. So make an exclusive entrance. Um, they, they'll get rid of the, the transport. They'll pretty up the walkway. It's just be a walkway like Magic Kingdom. You know, it's a, it's a like 0.7 miles from Grand Floridian Lobby to the front entrance. It's got to be closer than that for, you know what I mean? So make it a pretty walkway and it's a hotel. It's, you can charge $500 a night to get your Star Wars nerd on, right? I suspect it'll be a hybrid of all of this where it'll be like straight up hotel for like the slower times if those still exist. Mm-hmm. And then like maybe like story based star cruiser sort of stuff like once a month or yeah build up the demand right and i think that they will probably i i I think what i would love to see is them have like a progressive storyline where like yeah there's these characters that exist on this ship and there's characters that come in from outside none of them are from the movies but they're all related to the movies we could have maybe (laughs) cameos from chewbacca or whatever um you but kind of have Chewbacca. To. Chewbacca. Chewbacca. You have to. You have to have those. That's, that's the problem with Galaxy's Edge is it's not enough of what we see. Yeah. That's, yeah. You have to have familiar. Well, and well, yeah, but I, I think that if you have enough familiar sprinkled in, then you can also just play with the story and maybe even get people back of like, oh, I want to I want to see this, the progression right. of where does this go next with these characters? Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's a lot of work to write that in the dialogue and whatever yeah, we got chat gpt it's not that hard it's <clears throat> a good point yeah but there's a writer strike so yeah um yeah. and uh, right. they, that's why they have a robot now to that's write right. the dialogue by the way have um, the robot in the room write the dialogue the opening <laughs> the room robot the opening credits back to secret invasion the images are done through ai like they just typed in the thing that's why they look so weird huh 
because they typed in a thing into AI and say, you know, like Sam Jackson as a scroll or whatever. And, and it's, and it's just the, all the images are from AI. It, it's, it's a very cool, very creepy intro to, very. to the episode. And it, I, I like it. I think it's less of a story than I think. I mean, it, anything Disney, the uh, media are like, well, let's make a story of it. I mean, that's why we're talking about it, but, right. uh, but, it, but yeah, I, I, I like it. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, watch it. If you're in 2026, it's, uh, it was like 30 movies ago. Um, so changes for G- genie plus at Disney world. This is a new thing. Basically, um, genie plus was a thing that you could buy at midnight, the day let's, of your arrival. Let's make it more complicated. Yeah, everybody. And, yes, and yes. it was just, you have genie plus you can get lightning lanes for a majority of the rides in all four parks. Should you have a park hopper? And, um, now because here, here's my thought this, I'm, I'm speculating, but here's what I was thinking. Okay. I go to magic kingdom, uh, my first day, I bought genie plus I paid $25 for me and my you know family members. So I spent a hundred dollars more than I did to get into the parks. Right. And I'm planning to park hop to Hollywood studios at two o'clock. Cause that's when I can park hop by the time the time rolls around for me to get my lightning lanes when I can get into uh, Hollywood studios, they're gone. Mm. They're, they're gone by bye because there's so few rides and enough people buying it. I, I can't use my genie plus when I park hop. So I predict that pe- enough people complain and say, Hey, listen, I'm paying all this money. I'm not even going to park hop or by the time I want to park hop, I'm not getting my money's worth because they're gone. So Disney's like, okay, well you can have just one park genie plus it's less expensive but now you can just go to one park and if you're not going to park hop there you go that's yeah that's almost (sighs) definitely it like it's it's complicated in the sense that they're saying look you could do it however you want to do it but vacation your way right trying to burger king this thing yeah it's so it's so complicated now adding in more things that you need to think about and uh, this is why you need to call Gansy ears, right? <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's so the new uh, president of parks and experiences is Clippy, right? Like, looks like you're trying to have a very complicated vacation That's situation. Right. Let me do that for you. It's like, oh, no. Well, the thing is that corporations don't tend to make decisions that don't make them money. Yeah. And the the, the funny way that they frame it that it's benefiting you like we're doing this for you look at how kind we are we're doing this for you but it's really for them now with an exception being parking the fact that they took away paid parking at the hotels is a hundred percent for us Mm -hmm. i don't see how disney gets a financial benefit from it other than enough people were staying off property because they didn't have to pay for parking that's the only thing i could think of yeah. So maybe their okay. occupancy rate goes up because now I don't have to pay for parking. It's less expensive for me to stay at Disney than it is at the Marriott down the street. And I'm on property. That's the only thing I can think of. Anyway, um, anything else on Genie Plus? It's, I think, so it sounds like, and I have no experience with this because I haven't been to Disney World in like almost a decade. Um, it sounds like the Disney, the Genie Plus experience there versus at Disneyland is vastly different. 
A hundred percent. And you heard Lindsay, uh, concierge Lindsay, come on the show and talk about That's how right. valuable yeah. Genie Plus is at Disneyland and yeah. how, I don't want to say it's a waste at Disney World, um, but you just don't get the same amount of value. Yeah. It, yeah there are Which fewer, is why it's cheaper, by the way. Right. right. There are fewer experiences. And it, yeah, having, having gone through it myself, I'm like, yeah, do I really need, maybe I'll just wait. Maybe I guess I'll just what I'm in line. I guess what I'm saying is that like, I know we said it several times, but I think it's just like the more every time I hear it, it's like, I guess it really can't be overstated how different it is. Is vastly different. It yeah. Genie Plus is like a masterclass at Disneyland. It's wonderful. You get so much value out of it. Mm-hmm. Now, I reported during a, a holiday weekend in October when we went, it was cr- crowd levels nine out of 10. We did six rides in a whole day when we didn't have it. The next day we did 17 when we bought it. So it, it's certainly worth it on busy days, I think. Um, but anyway, it's not the same at Disney World than it is at Disneyland. Uh, Dan, talk about, I, there's been a lot of, I've been traveling, I haven't been watching my nerd videos, so I know there's been a lot of construction stuff at Disneyland. Do you want to talk about that? What they're yeah, doing? Yeah, I mean, nothing nothing that isn't already kind of known, but if you haven't Dan's been, been having attention. a lot of conversations with uh, Fresh Baked Dave. <laughs> That's right. Um, met Fresh Baked I, I, met, Dave. I met him. I met him. It was very... He had no interest in pursuing conversations. No interest. He was very friendly. He was very friendly, but... That, hey, that's, how, that's how he is. I've also met him and it was, yeah. Oh, great. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I was very sure to not mention podcast or anything. I was just like, Hey, it's it like, Oh yeah, cool. It's <laughs> like, so, okay, I got it. Uh, nice guy though. Um, taller than I thought he was going to really? be. He's a very he tall man at the time. Uh, no, I wouldn't have bothered him if he was, um, uh, anyway, yeah, so they are working on, as we know, uh, Tiana's Bayou adventure, which the mm-hmm. internet has no problems with and they all think it's a good idea i saw um, that they clearly. built the water tower in florida they built the water flower in it water tower in florida and kind of as the weenie of the attraction now instead yeah. of the tree or whatever yeah and again everyone thinks it's a great idea um and people are uh very happy about the idea of there being a mountain in a bayou and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. they sometimes need to be reminded that well, there aren't, aren't really a ma- there's not really a mountain in F- Georgia either. So shut up, uh, and so that's fun for people. Uh, but yeah, I, I and I think did you mean to say Georgia? Yeah, there. Yeah, there's, the Appalachian Mountains actually start in Georgia. I don't. It's just people people anyway. on the internet yelling at each other. It's great. They don't have mountains <laughs> in Florida. I yeah. I don't know. Um, I bet you I, could I, build one though. I I have frequently ended these conversations with people by saying, I am sorry that they are replacing your bunny ride with a froggy ride, sir. Um, (laughs) uh, Anyway, so that's happening. They released some more concept art. And I think from what I can tell, it seems to be that the ride is going to be more about like a, it's, I think it's going to be about like new Orleans and jazz and like that whole new Orleans aesthetic as a thing which i think could be again it's just me speculating but that's what it's that's the direction it seems to be going in um which could be potentially very cool for disneyland uh and i think we'll end up having just so much more fun conversation with people in florida um but yeah they're almost done with tiana's 
Palace, the restaurant oh, yeah. formerly the known French as Quarter. the French Quarter. Looks yep. like the changes are, and I don't mean this in a bad way, the changes are minimal. They're mainly just like, we're going to add the smokestacks. Here's mm-hmm. the place where Tiana could possibly in the in the concept oh, like art is, is, is going to be waving at you. I think the direction they're probably going to be going in is just like, Tiana walks around and visits you and sticks her fingers in your mashed potatoes and stuff. Um, and everybody's dream. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what's this? You squish, squish. I made here. It's <laughs> I made <feeds> this to you. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> with, her, with her fingers, like the way Rhonda Sanders eats pudding. Um, right. <laughs> Rhonda. <laughs> Little Rhonda. However, the, oh, oh and San Francisco is looking good. Um, and it's looking like a lot of people are upset that who were upset about the, the change are going to probably show up and be like, it may as well just be this <laughs> 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 like nothing okay. major, just sort of like, oh, instead of it being cannery row, kind of now it's this themed area kind of, it's okay, not that cool. different. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Um, but the, the tree, that's the thing I think is going to end up being the sleeper hit because they have been working on that thing. So it sat dormant for some amount of time, but my feeling is that they've been actively working on this. Like when they talked about, okay, it's a, it's going to be the Adventureland tree, and that that sounded like something that if they were going to do it in the same haphazard way they do these, they have done these before, it would have been reopened in like two months. But they are actively working on this thing to the point where so many of these construction videos are like. What the hell are they doing in there? Yeah. So are, are, I, are we going to have to relitigate? Is that what you're? Is that what you're thinking? I don't know. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I think just for content, we'll it's, it's yeah. certainly a good idea. But I think, I think people are going to be surprised. I, I again, I have no information. It's just based on, based on how this could have gone <clears throat> if it was going to be just a really cheap reskin. Which it would be open now for summer, right? If that yeah. if that was the case, the, um, the, the speculation is there's this overarching, I, I think, initiative to tie in the Society of Explorers and Adventurers right. to more stuff. Right. So I I feel like, and we talked about it, I think, on the Tarzan episode that that we that that this will be kind of associated with C, and that they're developing a Disney Plus show about the Society. I hope they handle that well because there's there's there are ways that it could be could go very very poorly, and then there are ways that it could go extremely well. It needs well, but to be again. Solved. It's what we've been asking for: is original IP, something right. new, something creative, something that is not purchased. It's it's original IP that people want, and you know they still complain about it. But and that's a fair point. Yeah, it it is it is completely generated IP that has nothing to do with anything. It's just it, this fun backstory that they've put into various rides around the world. Yeah. Tower of and, Terror in Japan. Yeah. And and some people like it and most people don't know what it is. <laughs> That's, That's fun. Oh. Mystic Manor in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. By the way, Jimmy, I landed on something that I think you'll approve of on the hub crawl, which was, uh, oh, and this is a spoiler for potential Ooh, future, future episode. episode. Oh, yes. Uh, that won't be coming up for a while. And that is uh, Paul F. Tompkins as Harrison <gasps> Hightower. Oh, Brilliant. Right? Wouldn't that be great oh, casting? Sign that petition right now. <laughs> we got to get him on board and we'll get him on the show. Yeah, there we go. Well, just I'm a master of the English language. 
that man. Olaf Tompkins. He's so brilliant. He's, he's wonderful. He's so brilliant. He, he is. He is pretty great. Uh, by the way, what is the hub crawl? Ooh, it's on uh, a different network. I have no here, idea. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this the way that they that we have done it on episodes of the, of the hub crawl. That's a good question, Eric. Would you like to answer it? <laughs> I'd <laughs> love to throw answer it back it. to you. <laughs> it's a uh, the hub crawl is a uh, is a, a podcast on a different network, not on the Ears Up network, that features me and generally tag. Uh, my co-host and at least two guests per episode. And it's a roundtable uh, discussion about Disney things. It can be movies. It can be shows. It can be all parks. things, Disney, all mm-hmm. things, Disney. And uh, yeah, it's generally uh, pretty short unless Teg is out of town. <laughs> <laughs> if Teg is out of town yeah. for three months and I invite some of my friends, the episodes are quite long. But they're also quite fun. Yeah. So look for the hub crawl. Celebrating its 35th anniversary soon. It's 30, Where, 35 years of the hub crawl. <laughs> wherever you get Coming podcasts soon. are sold. Yes. Um, so there's more, um, but running About out of the time. About the hub crawl? Oh, yes. Let's talk no. more. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, and the, the, we got downtown Disney stuff that's being worked on. I don't know a whole lot about that, but... Uh, uh, Fresh Baked is on top of that. So yeah. if that's something that you're interested in. He's uh, got frequent updates of construction. There's just a ton of speculation. And actually, uh, Bricky, who is on a different channel, um, offered some uh, ideas about the retheme of Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen, which I went to mm-hmm. and I have thoughts about. Oh. Um, it's <sighs> So Bricky kind of made the point of yeah, it's not themed to New Orleans, but guess what? We have a New Orleans themed land in that berm. And a lot of people, if the idea is for people to come to Disneyland and experience a California adventure, I'm doing air quotes here, then it's smart aesthetically for them to theme everything in that area to be like California stuff. Cool-ish place. Yeah. And so for a lot of people in their mind, that ends up being mid-century modern and like coastal, like, like the, like that, like Orange County wine mom sort Mm -hmm. of, you know, like, and he he has a very, really good point. However, or like, and in addition to that, uh, I went there and oh my God, is it tacky, (laughs) but is it it done? It's done. (sighs) I mean, it's I given that conception of it, it makes perfect sense. Like if mm-hmm. I was if I was you know someone coming from out of state and I'm you know going to stay at the California resort, I'm going to experience California like Michael Eisner promised so many mm-hmm. years ago. And I don't think that I would be necessarily interested in going to the New Orleans bistro, but I would be at least aesthetically into the idea of like, oh, this is kind of like what I might experience in California. It makes, mm-hmm. it makes a lot of sense, but uh, is that speculation or is that, that it's yeah, kind it of, it, it's, it's a lot, there's a lot of um, Bricky's sort of concept in there of like, it makes sense for them to go in a California aesthetic direction. If they're trying to appeal to out of state mm-hmm. people. Um, I mean, the food itself is fine. The drinks are fine, but you know, like the music was replaced with like, 
kind of bad, smooth jazz versions of Disney. Not song? even not. Well, no, thank God. But like, I, I, I think I heard a Gloria Stefan song mm-hmm. done in that really bad, smooth jazz way. Not which, the conga. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I think it's like get on your feet or something like that. Mm-hmm. And kind of applying that bricky idea of, okay, this is how people conceive Southern California. I was like, yeah, it kind of is. I don't like it necessarily, but it makes some kind of sense. I don't know. But the menu, like is it, have they expanded the menu again or is it still because post COVID reopening, it's been a very small menu and they had very specific things that everybody really liked and they didn't bring back most of it when they reopened. What is it? I don't remember specifically because that's not really a focus of mine, but okay. I know that they still had the shrimp and grits. They still had the gumbo, which was fine. Uh, It looks like all of the like greatest hits of the downsized menu is still there. And they flushed it out with, um, some like California fusion stuff. Like they didn't, they don't have like, they don't have like a gumbo burrito or anything like that, <laughs> but like, you know, it was like, avocado. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, you can tell that they took like Cajun ideas, Cajun spices, Cajun, you know, dishes, still have and the beignet sprinkled window, some California on them. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. never going to get rid of that. Can't get rid of oh that. no, that that's been. Yeah. Cause what, what, what did they, what did they call the new, well, what what do they rename the Jazz Kitchen Express? Isn't it like no. beignets? Uh, I don't remember. Plus, Be- it's like yeah, beignets, beignets and more, or like bin dash yays or something stupid. Like I, I don't know. I don't know. I I understand where they're going. It's not for me, but that I mean that can be said about a lot of things. So. I mean, Ralph Brennan's was for many years my favorite place to go. My wife and I would would go. We'd basically schedule our trip around, all right, so we land at this time, and then we can get to the resort, and we can drop off our stuff, and then we go to Ralph Brennan's, and then we go to Disneyland. There you go. Like, it was a place on, like, completely, oh, this might sound a little ridiculous, but yeah, there there are trips where we were there for four or five days, and every day we would eat a meal at Ralph Brennan's. It was a great environment, (laughs) great menu, great bar. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. We went there. The three of us went there. I think the first True. day we were there for Supreme Con. I want to say one yeah. of the Supreme Cons. Yeah. 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 We the three of us were there, and that yeah, was nice. That was before the transition started happening. And the last time I was there, they didn't have the bar area open. They just had the upstairs area that was already whitewashed, and they had pictures of New Orleans ish things on the walls. Like here's a trendy looking thing that reminds you of New Orleans that you might find in your cousin's house. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, let's let us move on. Um, did you see the Rogers the musical, Dan? Did you watch it? I have not, but it is open, and from what I'm hearing from the at least from the reviews on the YouTube's that I watch, it's. It's kind of ex- it's it's the good version of what you're expecting it to be. Well, that's good because you know that was for those of you who don't know, uh, Rogers the Musical was introduced as a concept in Spider Man, um, um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. No, 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 as a concept, like the poster was in really Spider Man. 
No Way Home or something like that. There was there was a Rogers the Musical poster in a Marvel movie. Oh wow! And they explored in more detail with a couple of songs in Hawkeye. And so whatever I think it's Mark Shaman, I want to say, and they built out. I, I would assume it's a thirty minute version it's, of it's this 30 thing. Minutes, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I can do this all day, and it's like a whole Avengers song or whatever. I I think it's. I mean, I think the, the big. It's fun. I think the big news about it is mainly that the Hyperion Theater is open again. It hasn't and it's been part of a, a Avengers Campus time. now. Uh, I don't think so. There's speculation that they might do that. Um, but I, you know, the big news is, is Hyperion's opening and it has been open for a long time. People who miss it can go back and see it. Um, if you haven't been, I mean, it's been a very long time. Some people listening to this maybe have never even been in there. Um, mm-hmm. and it is, uh, it's a really ex- pretty theater. Yeah. Be sure to wear sunblock before you wait in line because there's not <laughs> a lot of shade. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, it's a love, it, it is an actual f- full ass theater. I think and, the original concept for it was to actually show full Broadway shows. Like, right. They were going to have right. actual shows there. They were going to have concerts and stuff. But mm-hmm. like so many things that Michael Eisner promised us, it turned into just like, hey, here's Wacky Genie. Hello. There it is. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was willing you to do it. And I saw your, mo- I saw your arm move. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So just real quick before we get into our wheel of clickbaity nonsense. Um uh, I have also not been keeping up with with Rhonda. Um, Little Rhonda, what's Eric, happening, Eric? With you Rhonda? might need to take this one because I I'm I'm f- totally focused on uh, toxic gossip train more than anything in my life right now. Oh, okay. So you're not you're not focusing on little 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 Rhonda. Little Rhonda Santos. I do I do have a little bit of an insight into his personality. Yeah, you said that you understand what's wrong with him. I think I understand what's wrong with him. He is. Um, he and I, I'm going to try not to go f- into a fully political place, but it's, it's going to be hard to make it not sound like I'm going there. Um, I mean, we but, started with calling him Rhonda. Little Rhonda. Santos. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Trump should call him that. Um, he is. So if you look at his background, he's a dude that has his his education is in Harvard and Yale. He has like law degrees up several orifices uh and he i guess i know i don't know that he worked for cia but i know that he oversaw like torturing of prisoners at gitmo um which is a delightful uh thing to have on your cv if you're running for oh president. yeah um and apparently wit- people who worked with them were like kind of shocked about how like wooden he was about watching these things and people mm-hmm. who have like flown with him on private planes are like yeah he just like sits there and stares at you like there's just... so the guy appears to be just a really really asocial weirdo in the mm-hmm. same like vein as like zuckerberg or whatever mm-hmm. where it's just like i think these people might just be either trained to be robotic or actual robots and i think the way that we can look at everything that he is doing involved and you know, with policy and with Disney and everything is I think he doesn't understand that these issues, which have been understood to be just pure, like wedge issues, uh, you know, dog whistles, red meat for the voter base. I think he 
didn't he doesn't understand that you you're never supposed to actually give the thing that you're talking about it's supposed to just always be this perpetual like like for example uh let's say uh i'll just go with the wedge issue uh sorry listener but this is just we're just i'm giving an example uh like the abortion (laughs) thing the the plan for so many years has has been to talk about making it illegal but always never actually doing it and the other side does the same thing with all sorts of other things. So I'm not, this isn't about good one side, good other side, bad. They're, they're all toxic people. Um, but I think that he, the thing that he didn't re- has, has not recognized is you don't actually put in the policy. You promise to put in the policy and then they, the people will vote for you in perpetuity. He's making the mistake of actually doing the thing mm. in his state, in his state. And I think his, his psychology is like, well, of course we're going to do this awful thing because that's what people want. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't think he actually believes in any of of these people believe in any of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that's, that's, it's really interesting to watch where he's just like, why would I not do the thing? Hello, vote for me. I am Ron DeSantis. And I, I, I'm, I'm starting to believe that he is like, an animatronics project gone awry at Disney world that they had just like let into the world. Cause he got too close to uncanny, the uncanny Valley. He's like, Oh no, 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 no. no he's starting <laughs> we to can't put this in any sentience. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, vote little Rhonda 2024. So is, is the last I heard is that the counter suit was being pushed. He's trying to get it pushed till after the 2024 election. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And Disney's fun, like, no, during yeah. the convention. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. but anyway, any, any other news on the Disney front with Rhonda? Uh, not really. I, I mean, recently, uh, there is, there has been, Basically, it, there's a lot of rewriting history with uh, with both Ron and uh, and Don, Ron and Don, about <laughs> their responses to the uh, the pandemic back when that was uh, you know news. Uh, it, just the the way that they handled certain portions of it, and now they're trying to rewrite things to make themselves look the way they think people want them to look. Uh, when we all know that one of the big reasons that Trump lost the last election is because of his response to the pandemic. And uh, DeSantis, who started out saying, everybody in this state, you're all old people. You should all get a vaccine. And now he's saying, no, uh, vaccines are bad for humans and also old people. Mm. So there's, there's all this sort of thing going on. There's also DeSantis trying to, trying to make himself seem like he is pro LGBTQ, but also being anti it, trying to straddle that line during, during literally during pride month, when there have been warnings from the LGBTQ plus community saying, don't go to Florida. And some people saying, no, we have to go to Florida. We have to do, we have to do our, 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 our gay days at, Walt Disney world, just all this back and forth and, and DeSantis trying to straddle that line and failing because he's not a human who has, uh, you know, full stop. He's not a human. He's not a human. 
Yes. There we go. Dan Dan said it perfectly. He is not a human. <laughs> He's an animatronics project <laughs> gone wrong. That's right. right. Gone awry. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. We're, so we're over it. <laughs> finally, Oogie Boogie Bash. Uh, we're going October 5th. Tickets are selling out. Yep. Yep. Buy your tickets. Yeah. Buy them. This is 2026. Yeah, I think the only reason I included that note is if you're a listener sitting there, if you're if you're like a normal person who just like kind of enjoys Disney parks and listens to podcasts about Disney parks and doesn't, you know, obsessively stay up until two in the morning watching videos on YouTube about Disney parks. No uh, idea who that is. <laughs> uh, if you are thinking, oh, hey, Oogie Boogie, that's something I'd like to do, but I don't need to think about it right now. You need to start thinking about it now. Yeah, I think last year it sold out in like a matter of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah and sure. Gothic yeah, Ro- Rosie on Facebook is yeah. a good source for information on all that. Previous guest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to go because um, I'd never been and it won in the battle between uh, or the case between it and uh, Not So Scary. So I'm excited to see the winner with my good friend, Eric, and some <gasps> other Me? concierge, oh. 856 Our Ears. Um, all right. So now for the <laughs> doorbell just rang, you're going to hear the dogs bark. I think now is a great time for a break <laughs> and we'll be right back. <laughs> Your attention, please. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price. Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, hello there. Uh, uh, it's the frozen head of Walt Disney again. I'm here to try to guilt uh, trip you uh, into listening to another podcast here on the Ears Up Network, which I rather enjoy. It's called Scraping the Ball. It's a podcast where Jimmy and Dan from the Supreme Resort are joined by their friend Audrey to watch and review straight-to-video Disney sequels. Here's a clip from the latest episode available now. Once the video phone is fixed, because Ruben gave her some aloha, <laughs> uh, or Lo- Lulo gave him aloha, I don't remember. Is but aloha he's, like he's, a sauce on the sandwich? Now I'm confused. It's whatever. <laughs> it well Audrey, we've established aloha is everything. It's like Smurf. Oh, gotcha. Oh, Pass gotcha. me some of that Smurf sauce. Oh. <laughs> 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 Wait a minute. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> Says Smurfette. Whatever you're into. Uh, hey, so, Papa what? Smurf could say that too. <laughs> it's true. I got to say, that, that's quite the innuendo. If you're a listener to the show and you enjoy the, the more absurd or weird elements of it, uh, uh, you'll love scraping the vault. Uh, of course, now that I've said that, I think I might understand why you aren't listening to it. Regardless, it exists. People seem to like it, and you might like it too. And remember, if you can dream it, you can do it. Um. All right, you ready? Sure. There's my hey. background sound. What? There's my. Be- I don't know what's going to be happening in the background. It's all good. And we're back. Um. Okay. So the wheel of clickbaity nonsense. Mm-hmm. This is a fan favorite. And it's also something we enjoy. I'm assuming uh, we includes you, Eric. I don't know. No. 
All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Dan has collected a mm-hmm. series of clickbaity articles. We're now up to 57. We have 57. That we haven't gotten to. That, you by you the deleted way, the one from, from the hub crawl, right? Okay. I did. Now, okay. none of these are previous. We've, you've eliminated all the ones that we've done. Did you do a clickbaity on hub crawl? We sure did. We sure did. Or sure will have did in a few I'm episodes. Gonna, I'm yeah. suing. <laughs> Stealing our IP. Hey, I invited Dan on. He did the thing. Okay. Dan is Dan. I, I, I did Dan things. <laughs> yeah. So this is all new. If you've listened to the Hub Crawl or previous episodes of the Supreme Resort Click Bitty Nonsense, this is new. Mm-hmm. These are and all 57 new articles. I'm about to do a lot of talking. So if you two want to explain what it is and how it works in the selection process. <laughs> so I so the, I don't know your your theory or your selection process for the articles i'm just assuming you scour the internet for what appear to be clickbaity articles well it's mainly it's mainly just you know we all use the toilet at a certain time in the day and we all have news feeds (laughs) that's right and yep and we've all looked at these articles and they were alluded to earlier like the three things but i have to the three things that i learned about disney and the third thing will blow your mind and yeah it's it's actually going to the real saratoga springs yeah um so okay now, these articles are usually lists, and what will happen is Dan will read the, the headline of the article, and Eric and I will have to try to guess what are the top 10 must-do attractions at Disneyland, or right. whatever the thing might be. Right. Or if it's uh, not a top 10, it, it'll you, it'll be something along the lines of like, what is wrong with this article? Because right. every yeah. single the selection Please. process is ultimately, at some point, I recognize that the person writing this is insane or just or trying to sell something just trying to get clicks or trying yeah. to sell something. Please, please guess what the weird person wrote or what the robot wrote that right. is, is probably more likely these days so eric and i it's basically a game that we play and you listener are welcome to play along at home let us know how you did <laughs> okay so dan eric let us spin that wheel <clears throat> all right gonna spin the wheel here we go Okay, this is, let's see what we have. This is five for the road. Okay. Accept those cookies. Uh, Disney with teens, 12 best things to do with teens at Walt Disney World. I know somebody that has been to Walt Disney World with teens. I have. I have myself. Yeah. Let's see. Top 12 Uh, best things to do with teens at Walt Disney World. Right. So let me see what they have. I'm just... uh, this places to eat. Okay. Oh, okay. So we have they're they're in best things to do. With, this is insane. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let me give you a little preview. Themed. Let me give you a little little preview of what's going on here. Uh, if if you think Walt Disney World is only for toddlers, think again. There's a <laughs> lot to enjoy at Disney with teens. We have been visiting for years, and these are our picks for the best things to do with teens at Walt Disney World. We've been visiting Walt Disney World since my kids were babies and young children. It's been a special place for us as a family. But even if this is your first visit to Walt Disney World, you can find something that teens will love at the Disney theme parks. Uh, I don't this don't remember when I selected this, so I don't know off the top of my head what's insane about it. Only that I trust my selection process. Okay, so, <laughs> so five for the road is the the name like the website. Yes. 
top 12 best things to do with teenagers at Walt Disney World. Give us an example. Because I'm assuming this it's rides, it's restaurants, it's... Or is it just rides or things? It's it? just Teens rides. don't need food. Just um, rides. Hold on. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> okay. Here's a two-hour okay. meal okay. at no, Victoria okay. and Albert's I'm for your teens. So this one has... Okay, what's kind of insane about this one is there's... A lot of it makes sense, but there are some that... Just, I feel like they just did random choices. So we all know. Let's see. I think flight of passage is a, is a given, right? So we're not playing. What, oh, I don't know. You wanted an example. Okay. Okay. So where's flight of passage? Are these numbered? Uh, they are not numbered, but flight. <laughs> if they were numbered, I'm going to assume that they are numbered. Let's see. Looks like. I think well, there's an order. Yeah, I think they are going in order from least good to most good. So okay. where does Flight of Passage live on that list? That's the second from the least good. So number 11, let's say. Huh. Number 11, yes. Okay. 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 So uh, do we want to just guess, make a guess whether or not it is on the list? And then the other needs to guess where it's on the list. If it's on, or how about the, how we, how we've done it before is you guess whether or not it is on the list. That can be a point. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to keep track of points. So good luck. Uh, And then you can then guess for double points, whether where it is on the list list. or pass it to the next person. And they have to guess. Whoa. All right. The stakes are so high. I'm going to guess that flight of passage is on the list. Yes, good. Good job. <laughs> Eric, what, what position is it in? He already told us it's 11. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I win. All right. Good example. All right, now, Eric, they aren't you, all rides. Turn. That's the, here's the thing. They're they not are, all rides. They are oh. not all rides. Oh, no. And so it's not restaurants. Yes. And remember, this is for teens. So, so, all right. oh. so not all rides. <laughs> did, did, uh, are there restaurants on the list? Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, there I are restaurants. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, remember... Th- this is for teens. <laughs> okay. So for the teens. rides, the rides kind of make sense. Um, I'm going to say sci-fi dine-in theater restaurant. Incorrect. Although that would kind of make sense. Okay. Uh, I will start burning from the bottom. Uh, what is our number 12 is Splash Mountain. Rest Oops. Uh, Splash Mountain is one of my favorite rides of Magic Kingdom because it has water and thrills. It is oh, fun thrills. and even better on the hot the hot Florida days. Update: Splash Mountain is being reimagined. Tiana's Bali Adventure is set to open twenty twenty four, and I expect it to be a popular ride among teens and families. Eric, oh man, well, uh, Space Mountain, and I don't uh, know. It is not on the list. Oh, oh man! <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> So teens don't like roller coasters in the dark. No, they don't. They don't. Uh, And we already got Splash Mountain. We already got Flight of Passage. So burning from the bottom, this is where we start getting into the real fun of this. Uh, (laughs) Number ten, it's Docking Bay Seven. Oh my god! (laughs) For teens, Space Panera. Uh, Docking um, Bay 7 is a quick service restaurant at Hollywood Studios. It's located at the Galaxy's Edge area of the park. The theme is really cool inside. The food is good, too. I recommend using mobile ordering for your visit. I'm Uh pretty sure this is the people, the writer, 
went to Disney World with their teenagers for the first time. They're like, hey, it worked. And they're just like, this is what we did. <laughs> yeah, it's a trip report. Yeah. Uh, what so. the teens said they liked. All right. So in that case, uh, <laughs> Rise of the Resistance is on that list and it's very high. It is, in fact, on the list. Uh, would you like to guess where it is or send it over to Eric? I'm passing it to Eric. Okay. It's number three. So we got number 12 through 10. So we got yep. one through nine open. I say no. number three. Number three. Uh, incorrect. It's number nine. Oh, <laughs> Rise of the Resistance is the most popular ride in Hollywood studios. Yeah, and possibly be all nine. the Disney parks at the moment. It is located <laughs> in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And, and even if you're it. not a Star Wars fan, you should check this out. Yep. Oh. <laughs> I thought um, being three was generous. Uh-huh. Oh, I was going to okay. say one. Yeah, I know. No, no, I would never put it one because of the way this thing has been going. But all right, Eric, all right. your turn. Um, all right. What do teens love? It's cartoons from the <laughs> 1930s. Let's go with uh, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. <laughs> Not on the list. Jimmy, you want to? <laughs> oh, God, sorry. Uh, Jimmy, you want to take a take a, a guess? Well, what, what's on the list? Um. Big there Thunder are, Mountain. Okay, there there are some. I want to just say there are some obvious ones, but we're getting real close to them not being there. <laughs> Thunder Mountain is not on the list because uh, <laughs> why would it be? Right? No, uh, nothing in Magic. Uh, King- is anything from Magic Kingdom on this list? There are things from Magic Kingdom, but okay. not Flash Mountain. All of them makes we, well, not right. all of them make sense. Uh, Test Track is, is number eight. Yeah, Test Track is sense. at Epcot no, and course. is also a popular attraction. Although once Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic opens, it'll be less busy for thing at test track you build your car and then it's just tested on the track hmm. yep the yeah, one through seven right, oh Eric. man okay uh so let's see so we're we're back to uh tell you what um, if you want to guess a non uh ride one and you get it correct regardless of placement that's going to be like triple points, even though I'm not Ooh, keeping track. Oh points. man! Well, you see, where I, where I was going is uh, Jungle Cruise is not on the list, but you know what is is uh, Skipper Canteen, the restaurant that makes you feel like you're on the Jungle Cruise. Ooh, it is not. However, uh, Jungle Cruise is no. However, because <laughs> why would it be? Uh, there is a canteen. Ooh, and just remember who it's for. So for the, teens, yeah. So, so they can't get into the obvious one. Uh, they means they can't get into Trader Sam's. Trader Sam's, and let's go ahead and say that Galaxy's Edge is a given. So Ogas. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that's a so, canteen. But if you want to guess, if you want to guess the one canteen that is on this list, it's not. What other canteen? Jacques Lindsay's. No, it's not. Let's. I'm going to leave it on the list. I'm going to burn from the bottom. We got Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> number seven. Okay. Pirates of the Caribbean is an all-ages ride, but we always make a point of riding it because it's one of Disney original attractions. From the anime tracks to nope. the song playing during the ride, this one has to be on your list when visiting the parks. Um, Jimmy, it's all, it's all you. Uh, one through six. Safari. Kilimanjaro Safari. Not on the list, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're right. Like Everest. they just went. Yeah, Everest. Everest isn't on the list either. 
It is not on the list. <laughs> it is not on the list. But We're so terrible at Burn this. from the bottom. Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror okay. is probably one of the most thrilling attractions at the Disney parks. Guests board on an elevator at the Tower of Terror Hotel and are taken through the Twilight Zone. The ride culminates with a drop in a view of the park. This is not for the faint of heart. It's very thrilling. Uh, so rock and roller coaster. Okay, but be, okay, I I will accept your rock and roller coaster, but I need to tell you that the remaining things. Only two are right. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're talking oh, about no. the top five things to do with teens. Uh, uh-huh. Two uh-huh. of them. With three teens. of them are not right. Yeah. So again, I need to emphasize <laughs> top things to do with <laughs> teens. <on>. Okay. <laughs> uh, I stand by my rock and roller coaster. Rock and roller coaster is not on the list. Eric. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jelly rolls, the piano, the piano, oh, bar. The piano bar. It may as well be on the list, but it is not uh, because this one's so wonderful. I'm going to give you both another. Uh, it is at Disney Springs. I'm going to okay. give you both an extra guess. At Disney Springs, it's a bar. The, the Aqua Cars. No, <laughs> it's not on. Not the, the not the, the hot air balloon. You both both of those are excellent guesses. However, it's Chicken Guy at Disney Springs. Oh come chicken on! Guy? <laughs> Usually on a rest day at Disney World. Oh come we'll head on! Over to Disney Springs for lunch. Chicken maniac? Guy. Chicken Guy is a chicken restaurant that specializes in different sauces. Guy we all order the chicken tenders and try different sauces. We love the garlic parmesan, peri peri, and honey mustard. This place is budget friendly and delicious. So that was number oh. five. That was uh, one, two, three, four. Yes, that was five. So you're not kidding. This is literally somebody's trip report. It's well, just yes. the, the and I think this that. article was written by Guy Fieri. <laughs> Okay, so help us out here. We have four more that okay. presumably the top four things to do with right. teens at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Help us out with number four and give us a location again. Number four is in Epcot. Okay. Uh, is it a ride? It is not. Okay. And it's is it for a teens. Sh- okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> the American is- Adventure. <laughs> Good guess. However, yeah. that is not correct, Eric. Takumi Te, the really I was going to say Takumi Te. It's like a five diamond restaurant. <laughs> Three hundred dollars. Both of a those plate. would make more sense for teens. However, <laughs> uh, again, burning from the bottom, which just this just happens to be working out. Walk the world showcase. <laughs> what? Just the which world teens showcase. Love, which teens love which so teens- much. The World Showcase at Epcot is great for kids and adults. Take some time to explore each country, which your teen will love. Spend Mm. so much time in the shops. They'll love everything about it. Oh, the architecture. Yeah, and you can point out architecture. You can hold up shirts that they should wear. They'll love all of it. You can Uh, pretend you're holding the uh, Eiffel Tower. Yeah, oh, they love, they love, first of all, they love spending so much time with their parents. You can (laughs) pretend to hold up a Japanese uh, department store too yeah. yeah and if if you want to make it even more fun ask for their instagram uh password and you could post mm-hmm. for them uh most teens will enjoy the different areas and shopping from different countries you can also sample food from around the world and there are daily performers in each area <laughs> all right um, Jimmy, you don't we, know anything about teens do you uh, clearly <laughs> i've got one but uh <laughs> we've got whatever our canteen was and two uh right. rights all right. What number three on the list is where? Uh, Animal Kingdom. Is it a ride? No. <laughs> Tree what of Life. What safari would it be? 
Tree of Life. No, Eric. Pete Safari. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Again, better guess. However, it is Satuli Canteen. Oh, <laughs> oh there is another canteen. Yeah. It's loaded right. with Pandora at Animal yep. Kingdom. It has, great, not, okay. it has great rice bowls and something for everyone. Everyone in our family Every likes team. this restaurant for our days at Animal Kingdom. You know how, can't, how there's all those TikToks with teens talking about how much they love rice bowls? <laughs> That's right. And no, they have noodles, too. Oh, there you go. Uh, okay, number okay. two is where. So the the next two are both rides, bo- both rides and not insane. So I don't know if you want to continue, <laughs> but we may as well. Uh, they're I don't they they're not insane. So I'm not going to give hints because you should be able to get there. All right, what park? We got one in Magic Kingdom, another in Epcot. Both rides. Now, just as a reminder, Eric, Space Mountain, Tower of Terror, Jungle Cruise, well, the Safari. I, I got to go. Well, no, I think one coaster. of the earlier things mentioned that Guardians would be a. Yeah. So it's it, it's like mentioning that, uh, you know, 17 years from now, Guardians <laughs> will be a great thing. All right, um, Eric, Guardians is on there. Do you want to guess the placement? Out of two, or do you want Jimmy to guess? Oh, earlier it said when that opens, like as oh. if as a future tense. Well, I mean, this person is clearly not good at what they do. So, so. Cosmic Rewind is on this list. Is it, it is number on the one list. or number two? Eric, do you want to guess or Jimmy, do you want to guess? I'm going to say it's number two. Okay. I'm going to go one then. Eric is correct. It's co- uh, Cosmic Rewind is a roller coaster at Epcot themed in Guardians of the Galaxy. has different music soundtrack each ride. This is a must do at Epcot. And so number, number two, two is also a ride. Is that Magic Kingdom? It, mm-hmm. So Eric, just as a reminder, it's not Space <laughs> Mountain, Thunder Mountain, uh-huh. Jungle Cruise. Uh, no. Not it's Seven not Dwarfs. Seven Dwarfs. Mm-mm. That's kid stuff, yeah. man. Uh, not Space Mountain. Um, it's not Pirates. Um, I think okay. what I love about this is that this this answer, if we... Haunted Mansion. No, but what's wonderful about this is this 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 would be the obvious answer if this article hadn't completely mind fudged all of us. The the train, <laughs> people mover. So, as proof of how much this article has destroyed us, Tron Light Cycle. Oh, oh my God! Of course. <laughs> It's Holy number two, crap. and it just opened. Okay. okay. Tron Light Cycle Run is open to Magic Kingdom. It's a launch coaster and best for kids to love thrills. All right. So I'm going to read this with context, just <laughs> so everyone, that this is what you do. Yes. And maybe it's better than we thought. This is what you do with teens at Disney World. You go. You should to use Tron. this for your concierge planning. Yeah, Cosmic Rewind, Tron Light Cycle Run, Satuli Canteen, <laughs> Walk the World Showcase. Chicken Guy. Go to Chicken Guy. Ride Tower of Terror, Ride Pirates, Test Track, Rise of the Resistance, Docking Bay 7, Flight of Passage, and Splash Mountain. That's mm-hmm. what you do with teens at Disney World. And they'll okay. love it. Yep. You'll be the That's cool top parent. 10. You'll be the coolest parent ever. Like you said, some of those are very obvious, but some not so much. Like Docking Bay 7? <laughs> I really have to ask my teen, like the number one restaurant at Hollywood Studios, where would he go if he had only one choice? And I'd be curious to see if he says Docking Bay 7. Yeah. Let's anyway. find out next he episode. Will. Yeah. Stay tuned. Um, okay. Let's do another one. Oh, man. 
Even though okay. I said I would be done uh, if I let's, let's, let's wheel, wheel it. <clears throat> Oh, and there's a theme going on here. Uh, this is from Kids on a Plane. 12 rides tweens and teens will love at Disney World. Top picks <laughs> in each park. Oh, <laughs> my God. Now, this is all Disney World again. All Disney World. All uh, teens. All tweens and teens. Okay, I'm going back to my other list. So we got, well, this is, this is a different author, different problems. Um, so top from each park. So we got three from Animal Kingdom. Okay. One, two, three. Looks like three each. That would make sense. Oh, okay. Two, three. So no chicken guy, huh? One, two, three. And just to give you a little preview, uh, some seem normal. Uh, I think the, the, the main theme here is why are they picking these? Okay. Like, yeah, like, and this was May 26, 2021. 2021. Uh, okay, that's good. So, to know. yeah, a lot of these are definitely, okay, why this over the other? Okay. So, why this over the other? Um, and do you want to start with a specific park? It's, it's your call. Well, whatever the article is, is it like it's it's it would be easier for me if if we go by parks. But if okay, we want to okay. do just some stray guesses, let's start with park. Animal Kingdom. Okay, Animal Kingdom. Flight of we passage. got three. Hold on, let me get there. Okay. Um, Flight of Passage is on there. Would you like to guess its placement out of three or? Why this there? one over that one? Number three. It is, in fact, number three. Nice. Jimmy gets double points for the first time in this game. <laughs> I can't write about Animal Kingdom without including the Avatar Flight of Passage attraction. Avatar is a huge movie series, and teenagers love it. Do they really, though? This attraction gives you just enough thrill, simulation, and theming to keep the older ones in your travel party happy. Plus, with it being widely popular, they can go back home and tell their friends they were able to ride it because you added it to your Fast Pass Plus plans before arrival. Fast Pass Plus and yeah. movie series. Yes. Neither of which yes. <laughs> was true at the time. Was true at the time. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Eric, it's your turn. Animal oh, Kingdom. man. So we're sticking in Animal Kingdom. Uh, well, Everest. Jimmy, since you did so well, let's say mm -hmm. which are is Eric. Do you want Eric to try to guess number one or number two? Ooh, I think number one is going to be harder. So you want him to guess that? Yeah. Okay. I, oh. I, I disagree. But okay, let's see what happens. Oh, well, then, then I'm going <laughs> to stick with Everest because it's a roller coaster. Correct. That is <laughs> nice. the reason. This thrilling themed Yeti inspired roller coaster is one of the most intense rides in Walt Disney World property. Mm -hmm. So you'll have a thrill seeking teenager in your family. Mm -hmm. Exhibition Everest needs to go on your list. Speed wise, it's faster than any of the mountains of Mad Kingdom. Going forward, backward, and getting wildly close to the Yeti. You certainly want to make sure your teenager is on this one. All right, so number two. Okay, so Flight of Passage and Everest. So uh, in that case, clearly I'm it's Finding say, Nemo, the music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, I would have said Safari, but I'm going to say Dinosaur. <laughs> oh, no. You actually were corrected as Safaris. Ooh. <laughs> I 
don't know about you, but it's very rare that my teenagers enjoy a trip to the zoo. But I go <laughs> the zoo. Oh no, not a zoo. But, <laughs> uh. but on a Kilimanjaro safari bus in Animal Kingdom, they sit back and chill out while taking in the information and scenery during this. They're on their phone. Let's be honest. I'm <laughs> I'm so chill when pictures, I'm on. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what park are we going to next? We are going to pack up and we're going to get on one of them friendships. We're going to go over to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Clearly. Even though there's Dan no way. No, you can't take a friendship. I know. All right. Hollywood Studios. Fun. Eric, you go first. Yeah, rock and roller coaster. Yeah. Nope. It's not. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I, I'm just defaulting you don't to a teens. roller coaster. And to so, be fair, my teenager won't go on it. But um, I'm burning okay. from the okay. bottom, and this is the only one that will immediately make sense for this time frame. Uh, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Not only is this guess. ride a Disney classic, but it's unique to Disney parks. Tower of Terror is one of the must do's at Disney Hollywood Studios, and for good reason. I, I, I like how my. Uh, <laughs> Your your voice, your my, blog my voice. blogger voice gets more and more <laughs> drunk as I go. It's not even on purpose. As you board the elevator, everybody for extra floor. <laughs> extra drunk content, just put it on like half speed. Oh god! You quickly realize that your surroundings are haunted, and you're questioning your outcome. This is unique in that each ride does not follow the same drop pattern. So riding it multiple times give you a unique experience each time. So you got number one, number two left. And um, we're at Hollywood Studios Rise yes. of the Resistance. Yes, you're there with teens. What is your, what is your teen most excited to do? Rise of the Resistance. Uh, no, Jimmy, you're there with teens. What is your <laughs> teen most Millennium excited Falcon. to do? No, I gotta say again, Jimmy, you're at Hollywood <laughs> Studios with your teenager. What are they most excited to do? Star Tours. See, Eric knows what teens <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> Not rise the resistance. No, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> it better not be number one. It's number one. Oh, no. <laughs> Star Tours is number one. Next to Harry oh, Potter, Star Wars oh, was on. the largest fan base in the world. And yeah, on that's the where you of, go on Rise of the Resistance, dumbass. No, no, you don't. You don't. And on the brink of the opening is Galaxy's Edge oh. of the Hollywood Studios. The hype Did you say is brink way, of the opening? Yeah. Oh, uh, it wasn't open yet. This oh, is so this isn't 2021. It was updated really. in 21, not well, but. Okay, that makes it even more fun. Okay. Star Tours is another <laughs> unique attraction in that you don't have the same mission experience. Open in 2019, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. This was written not then. Well, then maybe. in that case, it's not going to be Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. <laughs> Well, oh, that what, would be uh, something that teens what's love. What's the last one? This. Oh, One but. Man's Dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. Uh, that might make more sense, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I don't know that this one is insane, but it's definitely a why this over the others situation. And you haven't said it so far. Oh, is Toy what? Story Land open then? Well, that opened before Galaxy's Edge. If that's the case, then either... Then I'm going to go with Toy Story Mania. That's correct. Yeah. I know not the most thrill-seeking ride on Disney property, but there's something nostalgic about Toy Story Mania that our family loves. This was one attraction that we would ride over and over and over. You get the point. When our twins were younger, now they love the competition factor and trying to outscore the rest of the family, competing for our love as we withhold <laughs> it. it is- 
<laughs> no, never mind. Anyway, uh, that's Hollywood Studios. Uh, let's move on over. Let's take another friendship over to uh, Epcot with Teens. We can actually do it. <clears throat> um, Eric, you're good at this game, so I'm going to let you go first. Epcot, oh, top teens. three things to do with teens and yes, teens. These are top um, three, all teens love all of these. Okay, well then, maybe number three is Soren. Soren is on the list, but it is not number three. Oh, Would you number like, one. It is, in fact, number one. <laughs> this author thinks that your teens it's are moms. Soren <laughs> around the world. If you visited Epcot with your teenagers or younger, middle school age, you may remember Soren over California. Now with Soren around the world, you get an entirely new experience. Entirely new. This is one of the more genuine attractions, yep. but it's still amazing. So it is perfect if you don't have a huge thrill seeker, but they don't want to ride the seas or Nemo with friends over and over again. As you hang glide, this is a completely sensory experience. And as in Disney fashion, doesn't leave out any details. This okay. is an attraction your teenager will want to ride over and over again. Oh, no. You get and the point. I think the author's okay. teenagers I th- tolerated them riding it over. And over so based on that, I'm going to say uh-huh. Test Track is not on the list. Based on the Are thrill you sure? seeking. Well, Eric, do you think Test Track is on the list? I think Test Track has to be on the list because fast. Which, but he said that okay. Soren, if you know, if the something about non thrill seekers, right? So I'm going to say Test Track is not on the list. Test Track is in fact on the list. Okay. Do you want to redeem yourself by guessing whether it's number two or number three? Number three. It is number two. Another must-do test track is perfect for those automobile-loving boys in your family. Not the girls. They don't like cars. Husbands included. Before (laughs) you board, you use large touch screens to design your own car. My son always goes for the speed and sleek designs. Well, I'm more concerned about the color scheme. As you make your way through the testing areas, you eventually open up into the outside and on a fast track to fun. Fast track to fun. Mm-hmm. And so, so fun yourself. Now we're Go, Eric. <laughs> you finish it up here, buddy. So number, number those three two is, kind of made sense, sort okay. of. Okay. So yeah, we're at Soren number three. Is number three like we're not doing a, another like you could walk around half of the park? It's, uh, it's not. It's not that specifically, but it's kind of in that category. Oh man. Huh. Uh, think about the what, tea the, garden behind <laughs> behind the UK pavilion. Think Spaceship about what Earth. all the kids like to do. Think about what kids love to do more than anything. They not Spaceship Earth. They don't care about rides. It's is it Kid Cut? <laughs> uh, no, it is not. Is it a think about a movie? Think about, so you're there again. You're there with your teen, and you, it's something that they're the really excited, so excited American to do Adventure. that it's number three. Again, that would be a, that would make sense. However, this is you're there with your teen. They've been talking about this the <laughs> whole time, so much so that it's number three on your list of things to do. Oh, mom, I can't wait things. to go to Impressions de France again. That would a make festival. sense if they were a nerd. But these are kids. Food and wine festival. These are kids that are cool. They're like the cool kids. Okay, oh sure. no. I'm not cool. Where where would the cool kids want to go? <laughs> and it's not Mission a ride. Space. No, oh, no, you said it's not no, a ride. No, they're not nerds. They're 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 cool kids. Where were the cool kids? The cool kids. I'm. I'll, I'll tell you. The cool kids would want to go to Club Cool. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> 
Number three out of three. Uh, so I know Club I Cool can't is wait exactly. To drink- a small amount of soda. I mean, he's not wrong. Club Cool isn't exactly an attraction, but it's on my, it's on my list of must-dos when you are traveling with teenagers to Epcot. However, tasting Coke from around the world is so much fun, and it gives you a break from the heat. We like to hit this fun spot. And so, I'm not... Okay, Club Cool certainly deserves to be on a hey, list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure, things, for sure. It's like, hey, if you haven't thought about... This is like number like 15. 25. This yeah. is like 15 to do, not three. Yeah. All right. I'm going to hop on another friendship. Oh, man. And we're going to take the friendship, but we're going to put it up on the monorail track. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to go to, we're gonna go to uh, Magic Kingdom with teens. These three, I got to say, aren't insane. It's just... Yeah. I'm doing them. I'm saying them just like one and done all three mountain ranges. You are. You're correct. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, and, but in what order, Eric? <laughs> oh, I, I got to. Which on. which mountain is best space? Hold on. Hold on. Space splash thunder. That's uh, in uh, thunder's the better one. Or no, space, space Mountain number one splash mountain. Number two, thunder mountain. Number three. You got it completely spot on. Nice. Ooh, getting better. All right, let's do one more and then let's call it because I got to make dinner. <laughs> okay, I'm going to spin that wheel. Here we go. Jimmy lives in the future. That's right. <laughs> if you're me or Dan. The thunder is rumbling as almost as loud as my tumbly. Okay, this all oh, good news. We got one from Dis, Dis Dining. <laughs> oh, I was worried we wouldn't get one. <laughs> Dis okay. Dining. Now we only have 53 more articles to go. Uh, so this one is more, okay, listener, I don't know how much you follow these things, but Diz Dining is insane. Um, and this is going to be less of a list than more of a sort of a, where is it going? What's the speculation? So whenever you feel like you want, you know where this is going, you just chime in and kind of, you know, give us, give us an idea. Hello. Um, this is a mm-hmm. lot more in that conceptual area. The okay. uh, this is from June eighteenth, twenty twenty three. Dining has been on a mad tear lately. So this is oh, like Father's Day. This is yes, it's Father's Day. Um, okay. And the headline is Disney Pixar lost its magic. Animation reign ends. Okay. So I'm gonna just kind of like I'm gonna read paragraph by paragraph and give you some time to. Is this an it. article about Elemental? I was gonna say. Let's see. I should find out first. <laughs> yeah, what, if it is, what are we doing in this game? I don't know. It's mainly just. Uh, it's mainly just. I want to share this insane thing. Okay. Um, let's see. You might want to uh, cut this part out, Eric. Or if you don't, I don't care. Uh, oh. For the listeners at home, Dan is reading right now with his eyes. This is the sound of reading. <laughs> He's it now is contemplating not what you It is not about elemental. <laughs> oh, you win. <laughs> okay, so here we go. The partnership between the Walt Disney Company and Pixar Animation Studios has changed the lives of people all over the world. The beautifully designed stories touched hearts, transcended generations, and created unforgettable characters. All of these are links, by the way, to other articles. But it seems their reign over top quality animation may be over. In fact, I should just read the ones that are links in like, like 
amplify it a little bit more. Uh, so any idea where it's going so far? No? no. Okay, that's good. Because this, no. dis- this is Dis Dining. So. Dis Dining. Dis Dining. talking about Pixar animation. Yes. Dis Dining, one known... of the subsidiaries of Inside the Magic. Mm-hmm. The most rational, insane website of all of them. When you're known for emotional, thrilling, and magical movies like Toy Story, Finding Nemo, Monsters, Inc., and Up, it is inevitably difficult. It is an inevitably difficult feat to recreate that success, though the entertainment juggernauts created hit after hit like Wally, Ratatouille, and The Incredibles. Their most recent endeavors reveal that their magic way well may have run dry. Disney oh, Pixar no. movies just aren't hitting like they used to, but why not? Where did the magic go? Anything? Okay. Nope. Yeah, okay. no, I don't New know. New section. Disney Pixar's new films are trying too hard. It has become di- too difficult at one point. It, it does become too difficult at one point to recreate the magic. And it's starting to feel like Disney Pixar is just trying too hard. They're trying too hard to shoehorn mature messages and meanings into stories told with childlike visuals. The magic line here, uh, the magic line where these worlds meet is where they found their previous success. But Disney Pixar may have lost track of that line. It almost seems like they may take mature theme and slap colorful animated characters on it and hope for the best. This is evident in their newest box box office flop, Elemental. Peter Sons' Elemental is meant to mirror cultural cultural clash, immigration, and acceptance told by... Did Eric say this was about Elemental? uh, He called it. Nope. No, oh, no. Oh, this okay. This is it's just this is, this is just the turning point, and this is why Diz Dining is so wonderful. Immigration <laughs> and acceptance told by energetic anthropomorphized elements, and it's just not subtle enough. Other movies that suffer the same dissonance include Soul, a story of a middle-aged New Yorker who finds out what it means to have a soul. Lightyear, an origin story. <laughs> film for Toy Story's Buzz Lightyear and Turning Red, the story of a 13-year-old who keeps turning into a giant red panda. (sighs) Okay. Pandemic direct streaming and competitors. I'm just going to... During pandemic, audiences got accustomed to enjoying brand new content in the comfort of their homes. Uh, Blockbuster movies became more of a thing of the past. Parents are happy to wait uh, until movies are released on streaming instead of going to the theater, unless Disney Pixar offers something audiences like uh, feel like they need to be the first to see Disney Plus King. Uh, options are endless. We have competitors' content like Despicable Me. Uh, it's starting to seem like the gap between competitors' project and Disney Pixar projects is closing fast. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon is also getting into the live action game. We're at the end, so. <clears throat> What so, is the so point? What's this about? What is the point? What is what's it about? Where are they going to go? What is the title of the article again? Disney Pixar lost its magic. Animation rain ends. During the pandemic, they went straight to video. People got accustomed to not having to go to the theaters to see things, so people aren't going to Elemental. And mm-hmm. the point is. Mm-hmm. Other studios are doing better. They're making better content. That would like make sense. the the Little Mermaid, whatever it is from DreamWorks or whatever. That would make sense. Yeah, uh, Eric, what do you think? I I don't know. You got me. This is <laughs> this is a uh, this is an emotional roller coaster of an article. <laughs> it sure is. Yeah. Well, here it is. 
Next up on the Disney Pixar docket is Alio, a sci-fi animated tale about a boy who gets transported into space and acts like an ambassador ambassador for Earth. The film is currently set for a March 2024 theatrical release. And then there's just sort of some talking about what the movie is. That's the, that's the article. So it's an article about the next movie that they might make. Yes. They've lost their magic on a movie they've never seen. Yes. Okay. Oh. Great <clears throat> listener, uh, it's called <laughs> Beignets Expressed. <laughs> oh, Expressed. that's what Beignets it is. Expressed. Uh-huh. And the restaurant you. is now called Jazz Kitchen, Coastal Grill, and Patio. Sure. There you go. Do, do they? Can I still go and get a Sazerac and then a very tall um, Abita Amber? Probably. While you're at it, you can also get. Uh, let's see. Uh, coast. They've Jambalaya Lala. Coastal Jambalaya, Gumbo La La, Gumbo Yaya. Gumbo Yaya was always La La. Here's a fun little twist on surf and turf. Reef and beef. Ooh. Grilled oh. jumbo shrimp and uh, short rib. That reminds like me that. of, there was, a, there was a, pl- there's a place in San Diego on El Cajon Boulevard across the street from where my old improv theater used to be. And I think their deal is they like, become a different restaurant every three months or so, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They, for a while, were a seafood restaurant, and they had uh, they had a sign that was advertising their like, fresh specials, and it was from boat to throat. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Ooh, that's which awesome. is not the way you eat food, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have something else to say. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. That was the wheel of clickbaity nonsense. Uh, and just you know, like most dis dining, <laughs> most dis dining articles, it ends with a. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's why um, I clicked on this. Oh, okay. But uh, thank you for joining us. We will be back on the twentieth of July with a brand new versus episode. You'll have to stay tuned to find out what it is. We know. know. We know. But Do I? You, oh, yeah, we know. That's for right. sure. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for all your support. Feel free to please uh, rate and review our show. Five stars would be wonderful. Um, and uh, we have other shows that are on the network that aren't the Hub Crawl. Uh, Ears Up In Depth, uh, the Puny Pod, which evidently we said nice things about last time. Sure did. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice things. Again, they're great. Uh, the Bantha Milk Podcast and Scraping the Vault, where we're mm-hmm. back to doing Disney sequels. We just released Leroy uh, and Stitch. Leroy and Stitch. It's not what yeah. you think. And you might have heard you might have heard a an ad for that during this. Yep, you might have. If yeah. that's um, helpful. So, and uh, contact us. Uh, you have our contact information. I haven't gotten it years up. Uh, I haven't been in ears of email in quite a few months. So if you I send emails there, uh, me too. Uh, so this? you can send. So you can email Jason to, yes, this is what we should do. This way, yeah. Yes. Email yeah. Jason at ears of hyphen podcast.com and let him know that we need to be sent our passwords. That's right. Please do that. <laughs> by the way, please do that. As many of you as you can email Jason at ears of hyphen podcast.com and have him ask him to reset our passwords. 
and tell us how to, to access tell our us email. how to do it i'm yeah. actually not joking at all even it's though so i know funny. it's a joke Please like do. that would uh, that would be awesome and if we had like a hundred of you do it that'd be wonderful <laughs> and it just be, uh, make sure it like, like include in there that we it was a call to action in this episode yes, that's right if you've made it this far into this episode yeah. Do us a favor. Please send an do. email to Jason at earsup podcast.com and ask him to tell us how we to reset not, our password. We're, we're not joking. Not joking. <laughs> Call to action, listener. Oh. If you want to do anything to support our show, forget about rating and reviewing. Just email Jason. <laughs> and by the way, you have multiple email addresses, listener. I know you do. Send one from all of them. Uh, yeah. So that that's how you us. reach us. We should try. We should try. That's right. <laughs> Uh, you should, yeah. So that's how you reach us is to email Jason at earsup-podcast.com. Tell us how to reset our passwords. And uh, yeah, um, until next time, be good to each other and rewind. Email Jason and rewind. What's the, what's the real thing? Court is adjourned. There we go. You know, it's at random, so they can't all be glorious. Uh, Diz dining. Delete all the Diz dining ones. No, off that no, wheel. some are wonderful. I like lists. Yeah. I was going to grill hamburgers, but I think God has something else in mind. Does that mean you're going to take it?